BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. She's like Cardi B and a cardigan combined. It's the one and only (laughs) Teresa. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? Am I like Cardi B? (laughs) And a cardigan combined. Like a sweater? Yeah, like you're sexy. But you're like librarian sex. Oh, I just, I thought you were just pointing to the fact that I literally just told you I shaved the fuss of my face. So you're calling me a cardigan? No. <laughs> oh, I don't work that quickly. I've been cooking this <laughs> thing up for two hours. <laughs> no. No. Ladies, we all shaved the fuss up of our cheeks. Am I right? John was shocked. I don't he- know why you felt the need to tell me. Right before we sat down to record, Therese was like, come here. And then she pointed to her mustache. Because, no, because, I, yes, I don't have a mustache, but you remove the fuss. Not anymore. I don't have a mustache, but I do remove the fuss. I have blonde hair, so you can, even if I had a mustache, you will never see it. But if you remove the fuss from your face, the ma- your makeup sits better. Ladies, yes. back me up. But John was shocked. I also cut myself. Well, that's why. I mean, I, uh, no, I, I believe me. I grew up with two women. I understand the need to nair or whatever you call it, you, yeah, you I'm not wax the, best. the upper lip. Yeah, well, I don't I do not do that. I just remove the fuss. That's what it's called, the fuss. No, that's fine. The tiny facial hair that are on your entire face. Of course, no, of, of course. And no, no, I'm not passing judgment at all there. Just I'm the like, fact. are you calling me a cardigan? No, I don't even understand <laughs> that connection. Because like cardigans are fluffy. Oh. No? Like little hairy sweaters, no? Pull over! Hey, that's a sweater too. Oh, that's a dumb and, no, it's a dumb and dumber quote. One of the best. Oh. Pull over. It's a cardigan, but thanks for noticing. <laughs> Anyways. When someone says a cardigan, I picture that fluffy sweater. Isn't that what, the, what a cardigan yes. is? Yes. Like those ones that the hair stick out of it. Believe me, I thought my intro was going to get us talking, but I didn't think it was going to get us talking <laughs> about this. <laughs> Teresa. Whew. We have a lot to talk about. We do because, guys, hello, it's a new season. Ooh, that smell. And you know what? That new season smell. Every single time we have a new season of something with new people, it's just amazing. It's a lot to take in. It is. But it's it's greatness. It is excitement. It is fresh faces and new blood, new stories, new heartbreak, and... 
Let me tell you guys, there's going to be a lot of heartbreak this Ooh, season. It's going to be a little sad, but uh, entertaining for sure. I feel like all of you guys were so over the happily ever after because you're like, oh, we've seen all this, like the same people. And now when I'm thinking about it and we have a second season back to back with new people, new cast, I'm like, you're right. You guys are right. Happily ever after. <laughs> we, we just watched, we just came off of the other way. That That's what I'm saying. That wasn't happily. No, no, no. But I'm saying in the past, people uh, started hating the happily ever after. Yeah, they were wrong. Teresa, they were wrong. That season was fantastic. I don't know what you guys are talking about. It was, but hear me out. Don't call in. Now, when I'm I'm saying back-to-back brand new seasons with brand new people, I'm getting it because this is so much better. Okay. New storylines with new peeps. Here's the only thing I'll say about reoccurring characters is we know them, we love them, or we hate them, we feel something about them, so we could just dive right in. And, and and share our reactions. Right now, we have to get to know these people I love before that. we can fully I love react. this spot. All right, well, give me first blush then. We, we watched first episode, episode one, first blush, right off the top, feeling good, feeling great, feeling unsure. Feeling amazing. All right. How about you? Um, good to very good. A lot of heartbreak. I, I already, yeah. I... Obviously, I... My heart feels for Amanda. I can't even imagine. And I... Do know a girl who went through something like this, okay. and she had a very positive attitude because it was very similar. Her husband was sick and passed mm-hmm. away after a couple months of them getting married, mm. and now she's kind of like, you know what, I have to move on for myself, and so she dates and all that. Can I ask you to save it yeah. for the? Can I ask you to save it for the main uh, part? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I just fear some people, and you guys should not do this. I fear some people may like skip. Skip forward. Oh. Fast forward through this part. Okay, I'm going to share. I I mean, save my thoughts. Save your thoughts and then you can share. But yeah, I think good to very good. Stop rubbing (laughs) your mustache. I don't have a mustache. Stop. It's I would have never noticed. I didn't notice. Then you told me. I still can't see it. But just let it go. You want to throw a little Vaseline on it? What do you got to do over there so we can <laughs> podcast? I kind of do. Do we need to take a Vaseline timeout? No, it's fine. Okay. It's right. fine. Um, I don't have a mustache. No, you don't. Strong to very strong <laughs> feelings about this season. And there's like two or three other couples we've yet to meet. Oh, my gosh. And they look juicy. Very juicy. So here we are. I'm, I'm all ready for this. Let me just say this. TLC or Discovery Plus or whoever's producing this. HBO I don't even know. or Max exactly. or Max and Neve from Catfish, MTV. <laughs> Who knows should, who's, they produ- should be involved. who's producing this show? But they are getting very diverse and not just by, you know, skin color or gender. Now they're including that there is a deaf person. Yeah. Represent- I love it. Representation. Yes, thank you. Here's what I say, though, and I said it, and don't call in. Phone's off the hook currently. I am all here for the representation. I love the diversity, but I hope that the stories support that. Otherwise, people are going to be like, oh, you're just bringing on diversity for diversity's sake. Bring the story. I think it will be. And I first, I felt bad when I found out that there's going to be a deaf person because I didn't read the whole article classic. And I didn't know that the person he's going to meet in the Philippines is also deaf. Or, like or hard of hearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I was, like, I was like, oh, 
freaking TLC, like they're going to take advantage of this guy, right? Yeah. But then I kind of learned more of the deeds. I'm like, okay, it can be an interesting storyline. Yeah, I, I'm invested. I'm all about that storyline. So let's see. I think there's a lot of Oh, there's going to be some, some wild stuff to come. Before we get into it, a little bit of the business real quick. Some of you guys might be new to the pod. Welcome. If you are, I'm John. Welcome. I'm Teresa. Hello. We're a real international married couple ourselves. We didn't do the K-1 visa. We did a different visa. Well, I was here already just doing my own thing. And then this guy was like, you want to marry me or what? Something like that. <laughs> it wasn't a squeak. We dated, lived our best lives, and then he popped the question. I said yes, and here we are. Here we are, an international couple ready to comment and critique all the other international yes, couples. Yes, and if you guys are new, we share a lot of personal stories, unfortunately. <laughs> eh, some people tune in just for the stories. Yeah, so you'll learn a lot about us because I also keep repeating my stories whenever I... Seed fit. Sure. Right? No, and we love it. So and you just learned that I may have a, a tiny mustache. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome to the podcast. Thanks for being here. If you guys are old friends, welcome back. Thanks for being here as well. Follow us on Instagram. Anyone. If you're not following us, follow us over there at Married to Reality Pod on Instagram. We do memes, we share news, but most importantly, that's where we talk to you guys. We message you guys. You guys can call into the pod. You can message us at Married to Reality Pod and we'll, we'll write back. Teresa will write back. Teresa's. I'm the social media president. She's the social media president. CEO and president of the social media. I think she just promoted herself. I'm a co-CEO. You can be CEO of the um, computer. I'll be a silent partner <laughs> on social media. No, you can be my co-CEO of the technology. Oh, so oh you're CTO. the CTO. CTO. All right. We're All on right. the same level. We're 50-50 partners. We share the pants, as John always say. We do. We don't. Not one of we us wears the no, pants. we that's, share the pants. It's one of our secrets to a, to a happy relationship is sharing the pants. Sharing the pants, guys. It's a thing and it, it works. For us, it does. <laughs> it does. All right. Uh, on Instagram, I'm married to Reality Pod. Also, we're on Patreon. Join us there. We're covering Love and Paradise. This season is pretty spicy. It is. So tune in. Patreon.com slash Married to Reality. A couple different levels over there. Friends with benefits. Just gets you ad-free episodes and behind the scenes stuff. It's a uh, it's the entry level. And then we have Cousins Club, which gets you the Love and Paradise audio. audio. And Family Affair gets you Love and Paradise audio video and a monthly bonus. We just did Murr People, which is a real Guys, show. Guys, real people, Murr People on Netflix. Still Please watch thing. it. I'm not over it yet, although we watched it all. We Yeah, we binged that and we said, please, we need more. Yes. And guys, if you do join the Patreon, we have a year of con content. You got content. that right. Yeah. yeah. I, I was deciding between content and contest. Sometimes I get confused. Oh, it's content. Yeah. No a contest. year of content of wild show we've covered. So, and you will, you will have access to all of it. You get the backlog. There's multiple love is blind after the altars. There's holiday bonuses. We do Halloween specials, Thanksgiving specials. It's all there no matter what tier you join. But if you do want the Love in Paradise or the Darcy and Stacy, that's Cousins Club, that's Family Affair Love. I was looking for something recently and I opened one of our storage closets and I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> it's is the that Thanksgiving a- hat. Oh. <laughs> oh, we did a groundhog. Oh, we dress as ground. Yeah, well, no spoilers. Uh, guys, just... Get just, on the Patreon. Yeah, it's on the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Mary We try to have fun. 
Also, wherever you're listening, I think you should just give us a follow right now. That way, you never miss an episode. Whenever we drop it, whatever we drop on the free feed, you'll get it right to your device. It's so easy to follow the podcast. Just look down, smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's it's hot. Yes, it's going to be very basic, but this brand new season. season. I knew that was coming. (laughs) What were you going to say? This new season? Uh, Yeah, you said brand new season? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. It's very hot so far. So, smash like it's that hot. And last but not least, we love love. You guys know if you've listened to this podcast before, we love love. So, if you could leave us a review, that would be awesome. If you leave a five-star review and you write something, we'll read it on this podcast, this very one you're listening to right now, the 90-Day Podcast. And I have a review I'd like to read. All right. All right. It's a a short and sweet review, and that's perfectly fine with us. Go for it. This one comes to us from our friend GCH0610 or 0610. Um, Your lights are on. I don't know. It's a license. It's a license plate joke. Uh, (laughs) GCH0610. Your lights are on. It's a white Toyota Sequoia. Your lights are on. No. Anyways. I feel like I've had two solid jokes so far and they've gone right over Teresa's head. Anyways. (laughs) Wait, what was the first one? The Cardi B? (laughs) (laughs) It was great. We'll talk about that off the mic. All right. Titled Great Podcast. And they I write, love that. Okay. They write, A Lovely Couple mm. and My Favorite 90-Day Recap Podcast. Wow. Thanks for the laughs. Thanks for the love. You're right. Oh, thank you for the love, thank GCH0610. You for the love. All right. You're becoming a dad without a child with your jokes. Uh, well, if we ever have a kid, I'll be ready. Oh, you sure will. <laughs> dad jokes are all the rage right now. Oh, I love it. People love dad jokes. I love it, too. All right. Can we get into a little 90-day, by the way? If you have any that I helped you with. I got a couple. One you helped me with, one you you did not. Let me start with the one you don't know anything about. Okay. By the way, number one, Soldier Boy is going on tour. What? Soldier Boy. (laughs) Not not the original Soldier Boy, although thanks to this, I've discovered that the original Soldier Boy is currently on tour. Really? Yeah, the one that's like, you. Oh, yeah, that's a good song. He's on tour. Soldier Boy of Kimberly. And, and BGL. Oh, BGL. He is going on tour. He's he's going to be touring the UK this month. What? Yeah, That's that was big. my re- that was my re- reaction. What too. is he touring? A, a, a little a little pops. A, a it's li- a great a little pops oh to boy. get a, <laughs> oh boy. a little pops to get a, a pint of beer. A pint. <laughs> um, it's a great question. He's hitting five cities. Okay. From June thirteenth to June thirtieth. It's quick. Here are the cities. London. Okay. Manchester. Mm-hmm. Liverpool. Oh, the classics. Uh, what is he, the Beatles? Uh, Birmingham. <laughs> okay. Leicester City. I don't know the last one, but. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know either, but I am having trouble wrapping my mind around this for a couple of reasons. Okay. Can I give you one? Yes. I don't think 90 Days is that popular in the UK, so... Interesting. How is he? Interesting. How many people are gonna go to see? I could see him. I could see if he's if he's touring the U.S. Like, sure. There are a lot of fans. Sure, right? a lot of potentials. Yes, but I don't think the U.K. is like the ooh ninety day fiance. Let's watch it. I don't know. There's some people for sure. There's some people who watch it in check, but I think the majority of the viewers and people with passion for ninety days like us. 
It's in the U.S. I think you're right. I don't have the the audience breakdown from TLC, but I have our listener breakdown. Yeah. Our, uh, obviously, I mean, it's an English-speaking podcast, but U.S. by far and away is our number one. Obviously. Canada is our number two. Love America. I don't know what number three is, but um, it could be like London. It could be. UK, really? but I don't know. But I think that's that's an interesting. We have some point. listeners in the Czech Republic too, right? Shout out to your dad. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, probably Karel. Yeah, but um, hello, Karel. My my suspicion, I just question this because he put the dates out June thirteenth through thirtieth. Yeah, that's very soon. That's what I said. Soon and quick. It's about a week and a half away, and he hasn't listed venues. Just the cities. He hasn't put the date to the. It's not like London, June 13th, Manchester, June 5th, right? It's just like this blanket mm. statement of days and cities. No link to buy tickets. So I believe it's happening. I just think this is very poorly planned because if you've ever bought a ticket to a show, you know they go on sale like months in advance. Yeah. Um, also, you need to have venues. It's past June 1st. Yeah. Um, so if you're starting to tour in less than two weeks, maybe he's trying to pull Ed Sheeran, just going to be doing a little street performing, hoping to get discovered. Maybe he'll just be on the street corner in these cities. Maybe. That's interesting. Maybe he's busking in yeah, these cities. Yeah, he can like open a little guitar, guitar case to that's get some money very, like the Beatles used to. That's very Ed interesting. Because he's also, he's saying, here's the five cities I'm going to, but also if you want me to perform at a certain city, let me know. But you can't just find a venue on a few days' notice. You're not Ed Sheeran. I'm sure Ed Sheeran could call up any Yeah, bar, but like if you see the first videos of Ed Sheeran, he used to perform on the street. Yeah. He used to sleep in his friend's couch. I used to perform on the subway in Boston. Yes, and look at you now. Look at me now. <laughs> but that's an interesting point. Yeah, maybe he's just going to show up with because a boombox and do... I'm, uh, I'll be there for you. Which is fine. It's just... Again, I don't think he has that many fans in the UK that he would fill out venues. And if he does, then you should have started a long time ago. Do a proper promotion. Yeah. Yes. Put up tickets for sale. Do a pre-sale. Yeah. yeah. All that and more. So. Well, interesting. Let's see. I'm definitely curious. I want to see how this turns out. I'll be sure to follow up and let you guys know. All right. All right. By the way, number two. All right. Thanks to our friend Dahlia. Our friend Dahlia. For she always, I have to give her a shout out because she always sends us uh, dirt on all these things. I love it. You, I love it too. You guys are making my life easier. I literally said to Teresa a few hours ago, have any of our friends called in with some some tips for, yeah. by the way? And I'm like, Teresa, go to the messages, Dahlia. Teresa said Dahlia did. And so thank you for this tip, Dahlia. And thank you, Teresa, for the oh, assist. You're welcome. Teamwork. So it's a bit of a sad one. Yeah, but I was I think, like, I was like, wh when when our friend sent it to us, I was like, holy shit! I think this will tee us up for this entire episode, though, because this premiere episode is a little sad. sad. So Scott from Love and Paradise, again, if you're not following us on Patreon, we're covering Love and Paradise over there, so you can hear all of our thoughts on Scott and Lydia. But Scott. From Love and Paradise, he's hit some hard times. Let me just add for people who don't watch Love in Paradise, but should. Mm -hmm. Scott is on Love in Paradise, paired up with P 
Pedro's mom, you Pedro right. from Pedro and Chantel. Yes. The one who loves serving chicken feet. Yes. Okay. Perfect. Back to you. So Scott and Lydia, they're not a spoiler, but they're, they've hit a rough patch in their relationship on the show. It seems like it has. We don't speak the same language. I mean. Mm-hmm. It seems like it has completely fizzled out. But now Scott has hit some even harder times and it's not just in his love life. So yeah. word on the street reality.com. This is the source. Okay. All right. So they write that this whole thing started when Scott posted a video on Instagram. I saw this video. You may have heard me listening to it while you were cooking dinner. He posted a video on his Instagram. He captioned it, my reality. It's a few minutes long. He's in his car. Let me paint the picture for you. He's in his car, shirtless. Things are piled up around him like it's a hoarder's episode. Uh, I could not watch the show. Moving on. And he's talking about how last year he had a stroke and that affected his memory to the point where he could no longer work as a respiratory therapist because we know he was a respiratory therapist. We knew this from Love and Paradise, but because of the stroke, it affected his ability to work. So he had to stop that. Obviously now things are tough financially since he doesn't have a way to make an income. So tough financially, he owes thousands of dollars in taxes and even more in credit card debt. So he's, That's a bit, not good. he's a bit underwater. Seems like he's living out of his car in this video and showering at a Planet Fitness, he says. What about his mom? So that was my question and thought. What about his mom? Mm. His mom's in Florida. In this video, he's in New York. Okay. And he's saying, I just need to get back to Florida. I need to get home to Florida. I want to get reunited with my dog. Although he says that's going to cost $2,000, which I don't completely understand why. Maybe Maybe he left the dog in a doggy care for a month. I mean, doggy cares are expensive. That's that's what I was going to say. Maybe, yeah, he boarded that swell dog and to get it, he needs to pay. But also, people just don't keep dogs if you don't pay. I don't know if you pay up front. I forget. Well, the dog you get, I found for a future dog. Uh-huh. You can get a package. I think it's like a twelve or ten nights for four fifty, and you can use it as you go. Okay. So, but yeah, I, I know nothing about it, guys. We have no dog. Not sure, but he's 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 pretty severely in debt. Doesn't have his dog. Is in New York, living out of his car, and so for a short period of time, he posted on Instagram his Venmo, so people could reach out mm-hmm. and donate to him. He's since taken it down. That's no longer up there. Yeah. But his latest post that I just saw, he made it back to Florida. He's reunited with his dog. And he says, guys, I have a secret. Just between us, I have a new girlfriend. Oh, boy. And I thought he was trying to be cute because then his dog's in the video. And I thought, oh, he's talking about his dog. But that wouldn't be a new girlfriend. I was just like, oh, I'm reunited with my girlfriend or something. I... I think so. I mean, who knows? But it sucks going from having good good job to basically being homeless. Especially when it's something like that. Like if it's a stroke or something medical that keeps you from being able to work. Yeah, but here here's the thing. All right, I don't want to get <laughs> I don't get too into insurance and how things are in the U.S. versus Europe. And I'm gonna talk about the Czech Republic specifically because again, that's all I know. But if this happened in the Czech Republic, right, 
yeah. you can stay home and you can get support from the government enough so that you can live off of it. Yeah. Like here it's like. There are programs in place Yeah, here. but why? And I think this is a big issue with homelessness in the U.S. too. I get that not everyone wants to be helped, but I feel like people let it go too far. And this is maybe the same thing. Yeah, there are definitely programs in place here. It's not as thorough, yeah. I would say, as Europe. Like, you know, like just an example of, of my, my personal example is that I've talked about it a little bit. My dad's been sick uh, for the past, I don't know, four years and he was waiting to get a kidney, right? So mm-hmm. he was in and out of hospital there are years that he was maybe at work for a month, yeah. right? But his job was waiting for him. He got support from the government to cover all everything. You know, he wasn't getting a full salary, but he was getting like 70%. Yeah. And he was fine. And he got over, he got a kidney. Now he's back at work. But I can't imagine if this happened to him in the US. Like, yeah. what would happen? I don't know. This is not the podcast to debate that. I know, but that it's is not what we do here. I know, but listen, we debate everything. Sure. So. I just don't have the facts no one does well somebody does well somebody does but no (laughs) one can solve this no and i just don't want to speak about something i don't know enough about but i do know scott it it seems like he's back in florida reunited with his dog so let's hope he can turn it around and and maybe hopefully his girlfriend is here in the states here in florida and he's not going to be sending thousands of dollars he doesn't have to foreign women well he should not we can hope for that but there we go that is 90 Day, by the way. Oh, nice. Thank you to Dahlia for the assist on that one. And yeah, if you guys have stories ever, send them in. Yeah, send it to us, guys. John needs the help. I need need all the help I can get. All right. Should we do it? The reason we're here, Sunday night, 90 Day Fiance before the 90 Days, episode one. All new peeps, but... Gino and Jasmine. Gino and Jasmine. She's going to have a new vagina, though, so new vagina who dis? We'll get there. But right. first, we meet Amanda, 31, from Eunice, Louisiana. Just tugging at the heartstrings from the start, TLC. Yes. And she's going to be, uh, her her lover boy is named Razvan, 26, from Bucharest, Romania. All right. So here's the deal. Amanda lost her husband, Jason, mm-hmm. earlier this year to yes. cancer. So we get a little bit of the backstory here. Eight months after seeing a doctor because he was having some symptoms and he thought, oh, something's not right. Eight months after that first doctor visit, he gets diagnosed with stage four cancer. And that's like I got a lot of anxiety watching this because not to this extreme, nothing like this happened to me, but also was having certain issues and I told my doctor, and she's like, oh, it's nothing, you're young. And I literally mm-hmm. had to get upset for her to be like, okay, well, you can go to the specialist. And they did find something. It was curable. I got medications for it. It's all good, right? Yes. But I had to push her and get upset for her to send me to see a specialist. Her thing was like, oh, it's nothing, you're young. So that's what I will say. We, we won't go too deep into American healthcare, but- the one thing that I know for sure is you have to be your own advocate. Yeah. You have if something's not right, you gotta push for it. If you get one opinion, get a second opinion. Oh, yeah. So yeah, no matter how good you think your doctor is or how much faith you put in someone, 
you got to be your own best advocate. If you don't think something's right, you yeah. got to you got to yeah. take matters into your own hands. So that's seemingly what Jason did. And I want to say and good for him, but the outcome wasn't good. He he did keep pursuing and he found out, oh, the cancer has spread throughout my entire body. I think it's ridiculous. It's like he has an issue and eight months later, they finally find that he has a stage four terminal cancer that spread all of all over his body. How how can they Well cancer catch? can spread very rapidly. Well, I know, I know, but I don't know. It's a it's a sad story. Yeah. No, I mean this is it's it's as sad as it gets because he's married to Amanda. They have two, two kids. kids. Yeah, and there was nothing that could be done at that point. The doctor said best case scenario if he goes on chemo he'll have 3 months. I don't think they chose that route. No, I think he passed away within like 10 days. Yeah, and I get that. I I know people who, again, not this exact experience, but they go, well, I'd rather just have the last days of my life be good ones, not hooked up to tubes and IVs and and treatment for hours a day. I get it. Did I tell you they like, that's not, not exactly like this, but similarly, my grandma passed away. Then she was having issues and she was diagnosed with a cancer, but it was not too bad. And then she passed away like this Mm. and they found out she had a different cancer stage four that killed her that they did not detect. Jeez. Yeah. So all that to say, guys, go to the doctor, get your yearly checkup and be advocates for yourself. Yeah. And if you, if you feel like the doctors don't help you the way they should, just speak up. Yes. Yes. Okay. So when Jason found out that he was sick, he told Amanda, you need to find love again. You, you got to find somebody for yourself and you got to find somebody because the kids are going to need. Imagine somebody. how hard that must be. Like, you know, you're going to die. And like, to say that. Yeah. I don't want to put myself in the shoes, no, but, I, but I knock it, but I would hope I would be as selfless and, and say the same thing. I guess. Right. So, okay. Jason passes and Amanda turns to social media to pass the time, right? She she needs a distraction. Yes. And I don't know if you, if you pick up on it. The scene opens up with her and her kids praying. And there is a box with Jason's face on it. Yes. They call it the daddy box. Yes. First I thought it was an urn, but I don't think is it, it not? is. I think it might be. I don't be. think so. They've tried. They travel with it. People do that. Really? I, that's true. She never confirmed. In no. my mind, I always imagined his ashes were in there, but I, I guess we don't know. I just think urns are big. I think if you... No. I mean, well, maybe... maybe. Well, think about it. If you burn a body, that your body moss are the ashes. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a lot of ashes. I've no? seen urns. I think they're relatively. I've seen urns too. They're big. They're relatively. That I don't size. think this is gonna be morbid, but oh I don't boy. think Jason would fit into that box. Oh boy. Maybe there are a piece of Jason in it. And that's what I was gonna say. And it, it leads me to a, a broader point, a grander point. So maybe Amanda has some of the ashes. If these are ashes, maybe Amanda has some. Maybe his parents have some. Hmm. Which leads me to this question. Okay. What must Jason's parents think or feel watching this? Because we can say people grieve differently. 
oh, it's been less than a year and Amanda is traveling to another country to meet a man and fine. That's perfectly fine. Everyone grieves differently and we can never judge the way someone grieves. But how must Jason's parents feel or Jason's family feel watching Amanda on television, chatting it up with this bodybuilder, singer, actor, packing up and, and leaving six months after he passes? I think they would want her to be happy. I know it might be too soon. It might not. You don't know. She, as she said, she wasn't necessarily looking for anyone. She said she, after Jason passed, she turned to social media to get distracted. Sure. And that's how she met him. It's not like, oh, she went on dating sites. So I think it's fine. Again, if I get it. Like She must be heartbroken. She has two kids. She's alone. So I would hope that Jason's family would be happy for her. It's just, and I, I'm with you. I hope so too. To put it on television is a whole other thing. Oh, I agree. To put it on television is an entirely different thing. Here's my thought, right? I think she may need some money too. Oh, interesting. Interesting. I don't yeah, think, and again, you can't. I mean, they do get some money. And I, think I think like a thousand, fifteen hundred an episode. But sure. I think the bigger ninety gets, I think they might get more money. Like sure. ninety is huge. Think about it. No, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. And again, I'm not going to judge how someone grieves. No. I'm just also trying to put myself in the shoes of the other parties involved. So, okay, let's let's talk about it because, yes, Amanda was on social media trying to find a distraction. She was watching a TikTok challenge one day. Between her friend and some guy from Romania who kept it losing. Yeah. And apparently when he would lose, he would act very silly. Amanda seemed to like it. And ended up sending him a rose on TikTok. I don't have TikTok, but apparently you can buy gifts on TikTok like a rose, which was like less than a dollar and send it to someone. Right. So she sends it to him. The guy ends up sending her private message and they start talking. They, They start chatting. It progresses to the point where Amanda sends this guy a photo of herself and he says, Oh, I want you to be only mine. So we mean Razvan. Razvan, 26, from Bucharest, Romania. He's a model. He's a singer. He's a social media entertainer. He's an actor. Terrible at TikTok challenges. Apparently. So they've been together for four months. And this made me realize how quick things happen because in this interview, she says her husband passed away earlier this year. And she's been with Razvan for four months already. So I think it happened very fast. It happened very fast. She says she felt some guilt being yeah. with Razvan. So, okay. So there's some awareness. She's not completely like, oh, I don't see I anything you can wrong see, with this. She's so broken. She cries so much. that It breaks my heart. And it's like, I understand her trying to move on. And she even, she's like, I'm not trying to replace Jason. I'm just trying to move on. And I I completely understand that, yeah. or I can try to understand that. I don't think she's ready to. Oh, she's not. The fact that she does cry in every interview that she gives, she's not ready. She's not. And you do you, and you do what you need to do to get through each and every day and, and be there and put a smile on your face for your kids, but I don't think you're ready. And if you actually think Rosvin is the right guy, it's going to be tough for him because you are not ready. Yeah. And I'm not the only one that thinks that. Sister Amber. 
Yeah. Who so we meet. We meet Sister Amber. They're going to do some spray tanning because she looks like a ghost. And that's exactly how I look. <laughs> so have you ever done a spray tan? No. Okay. I haven't either. But is this how you do it? In my mind, there was always a booth. In my mind, it was high tech. You get into a booth, you close, maybe there's some neon lights. I would be afraid of that. I want someone, they do it manually, so. I, I, I never envisioned a retired diner waitress with a super soaker. No, though, that's, I think that's how it's done. I would be, they're also the manual ones, but after watching Friends, when Ross got sprayed five times in his face and he became very dark, <laughs> uh, yeah. I would be afraid of it uh, because he didn't count correctly. Okay. All right. This love just, friends. Love friends. Uh, Back to this. We're not going to get into it. Yeah. But so. What I know about spray tanning, because my friend does it often, and I was talking to her about it. She, do, she, she does it so often so that she bought her own thing and her husband does it to her in their backyard. Ah. Yeah. He sprays tan, spray tans her because she's like, I was spending all this money. Yeah. So now she has it at home. But she goes like. It's, it gets tricky. You need to wear loose clothes for about 24 hours and it, it can mess up your clothes. It can mess up your sheets, your towels, because it doesn't dry instantly and it only lasts about two weeks. So for me, this is too much of a pain to go through to get two weeks of tan. I still think it's probably healthier than tanning booth it's definitely or, healthier than a tanning sun, booth and yeah. maybe i'll give it a shot i just don't want to i just don't want to mess up our towels and our bedding and my clothes i don't, no, I don't want you to either yeah but i don't want you to mess up your skin and your body by getting no but stop telling me i look like a ghost you see you say you see, can see my veins well that yeah that's just a fact <laughs> <laughs> um, all right so amber not a huge fan sister amber not a huge fan of amanda and rasvin's relationship amber like we were discussing still thinks amber is grieving and probably not ready to jump into yeah. another relationship but here's the thing amber kind of said it too you don't know how someone feels in that position right and everyone reacts to it differently yes except rasmund doesn't seem like the shoulder to cry on that Amanda needs. No, he's, I, I he mean, seems it, like the penis to sit on. Hey, we're having fun here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe the six-pack abs to, to cry oh, he def- Listen, he seems and looks like a re- rebound boy. Okay. Rebound. But rebound, she doesn't yeah. need the rebound. She, no. That, that's not the case. That's why I'm kind of like, all right. I mean, if they talk and she finds, you know, she told him everything about her past, which is good. And he talks to the kids as a friend. And he even says it later that he wants to be their friend. No one's trying to replace yes. Jason, right? He would be their friend. And I like that. But I would like it two years down the street. Like, she really needs to grieve. and But I guess this is how she grieves. I, I can't... I can't tell what's the right what's right and what's wrong he wants to be the kid's friend be be amanda's friend amanda wants something more but rasmin doesn't seem like he's ready to settle down no he's from, not from his online behavior also like if you are shooting sexual scenes for whatever you're living, that's a, okay. you're living your best life that's okay to me there are plenty of actors or actresses who are married to non-actors or actresses or even married to actors and actresses, and they have to do what they have to do for their job because it doesn't only involve making out 
shirtless. There's other scenes and yes, it's an art and there's a lot more to it. But when you're just getting naked, stripping on TikTok and telling girls to take showers, that's a choice. Yeah. And maybe not the choice you should be making if you're trying to slip into Amanda's life with kids and Mm -hmm. someone who needs stability in this moment and not someone who is going to be questioning, oh, are you cheating on me? Are you there for me? You need to be solid as a rock for this girl. And, yeah. And that's in your your line of work, which is your choice, is not is not going to provide that stability for nope. Amanda. No, and also they've been together for four months, which uh, to me, it's a very, very short relationship. But the fact that they broke up multiple times yes. during those four months really says a lot and I feel like she maybe just needs to I, I almost feel like this is probably not gonna be the love of her life the second love of her life but she maybe needs to get out of the country she needs to get out <sighs> of here she needs that's to that's fine she needs to do something different that's that's fine I support that I don't know how I feel about when she says I'm not just thinking about myself with Rosvin. I I feel like the kids need someone too, which, okay, maybe they do eventually. They do. But you got Sister Ramber. I don't know where your parents are. They have their grandparents potentially. They don't need a fuckboy to come into their life for a few months no. and then disappear. But luckily, she's still approaching it as, oh, Razvan's my friend. So he talks to the kids, basically being a friend of everyone. And she says she would not tell the kids anything unless things are good. And she needs to find out in person if things are good. Right. And that's basically what we saw that next scene when they were at the park with the kids. And Amanda was like, yeah, well, I'm not going to tell them how serious the relationship is because if we break up, they don't need another man who won't be there. Um, But yeah, Rasmin like dresses up in costumes and video chats them. So he's... He's approaching it like a friend. Yeah, like a friend or a fun uncle. Um, yeah, like a fun uncle. Yeah, funkle. Yeah, funkle. Yeah. Um, so then later, Rasmin FaceTimes Amanda. And he's got some plans for Amanda's visits. Yeah, so he's like, I'm going to show you around Bucharest, And then we'll go to the city to shoot a music video. Speaking of soldier boy. Literally. Yeah, um, in this in this video, I may have to kiss another actress. Let me ask you this: How are these people, actresses, actors, singers, influencers? How are how are you everything? Like, if it was me, let's say I have all these talents, which I don't, but I did, I would want to focus on one and really, really focus on it. Have you ever heard the saying, "A jack of all trades, a master of none"? Yes. That's what's going on here. Literally, because how how are you an actor in a low cost commercials or movies? Then you're a singer. Then you do striptease on social media. Like, bro, like here, pick one. Here's pick what your poison. It, here's what it says to me. You're just looking for fame. Oh, he loves attention. You're looking for attention. You're not looking to be the best actor. You're not looking to be the best singer. You're just looking for any way to get famous. I think so. And he looks like it too. Like he, you know, someone who takes care of their body mm-hmm. and knows that he's good looking. Not my type, but he, you know, he he has a six pack and he knows it. He knows oh, it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
that's that's just another beacon for attention. Yeah. Is that do you need a six pack to be a famous singer? No. Right? Yeah. Um, but this is just another opportunity to get some eyeballs. So that's why he's doing it. Yeah. And it's like I follow a lot of people who work out, right? But they work out. They're not doing striptease shower videos trying to <laughs> promote themselves. Yeah. Yeah, you showed me one of those videos last night when I was trying to fall asleep. You're like, look at this stepper lady. <laughs> She's the bomb. It is pretty impressive. Right? Shout out to her. Yeah. I forgot her name. I always do. But she does this, She lost a lot of weight on stepper, the home the home little stepper, yeah. which I also got, guys. With dumbbells and stepper. Yeah, and I'm yeah. doing it too, and it's fun. <laughs> I, I, I come in the apartment. I'm like, where's Teresa? <laughs> and I look in the other room, and she's like up there just stepping like a crazy woman. It's good. Yeah. It's a good workout and it's easier for me than to do cardio at the gym. I go to the gym, I lift weights, but the cardio, the cardio machines are always so busy. I just don't want to stand, wait around. Yeah. So I got my own little thing and cardio. I follow this lady and yeah. She's like Cardi B combined with cardio. All right. All right, John. Uh, can't stop <laughs> me now. Um, That's basically it. Then we just see them head to the airport on Teresa. Yeah. Is there. And she's getting the kids. So I don't think Amber's watching the kids. And that's the one thing I'll say good for you, Amanda. Well, whatever. Not one thing, but definitely good for you, Amanda, for not bringing your kids. Yeah. This first trip. Yeah. I also hope that she is only doing this because there is someone like Teresa who can help with the kids. Like she would not just pack up, pack up and go no matter what. Yeah. 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 All right. Let's see. Good luck to them. We'll, we'll follow up next episode. I think right now is a good time to take a oh, quick break. Yeah. We'll take a quick break and we'll be back in a second. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. And we're back. Hello, Jonathan. Ooh, that was your nighttime voice. <laughs> Teresa after dark. <laughs> Hello. Should we turn these mics off and Well no, but it was a it was an appropriate voice for what's coming, which is our good old Gino and Jasmine. <laughs> I was gonna say, should you do it or should I? So Gino fifty three from Michigan. We met Gino on fifty three? Yeah. I wrote fifty two. I wrote 53. Stop trying to age that man. Uh, that's what he said. All right. And Jasmine, I forgot her age, but she's from Panama. I have 35. That's about right. I, th- I was going to say 34. Okay. Well, they haven't changed a bit. Yes. And we, for you guys who are new to this, we've seen them on the last season of Before the 90 Day. Yeah. It's two seasons of Before the 90 Day for them. I 
feel like they're gonna be on the OG eventually because they're waiting on the K1 visa. But we all know it. John and I know it. It's taken a while. Post-COVID backlog, it's a real thing. And so they're still waiting. And, and that's why Gino's gonna go back to Panama. Not to jump the gun, but Gino, he did what we did the second time around and he filed the paperwork himself we went with a lawyer the first time and i think he should have gone with a lawyer because but here's the thing we didn't file for the k1 i don't think filing for the k1 i don't know actually how difficult it is it's gotta be the same filing for a first green card is difficult well you that's a good point you have a lot less evidence when you're in a k1 relationship than we had to prove because we got married and then filed so yeah. you had to prove, oh, we've been living together, credit card statements, rent or mortgage. But yeah. filing for a K-1, that's just a, it's a pre-step. They still have to fight for the green card. So they still need to do what we do once sure. they get married, what we did, once they get married. K-1 is just, they're saying, hey, I have a fiance yeah. from a foreign country. You still need evidence. You, I'm sure you do. Probably just like a screenshot of your WhatsApp from the last three weeks. Yeah, I'm sure they like, would yeah. want to see pictures and in, in communication and but yeah, there's, something. There's nothing really to prove. You're not proving that you live together because you don't. You're not proving that you have shared finances because you don't. But getting K-1 doesn't mean you'll get your green card. No. I think most people do. But you still have to file for the green card once you get married. Yeah, the K-1 obviously just the 90 days. Yeah. Fiance. Yeah, K-1 is basically K-1 visa. You get three months right. to get married. Hence, 90-day fiance. Green card as something else. Yeah. So Gino decided to do it himself. We we did it ourselves the second time around. But the first time around, we tried to maybe do it the... F- let, me, let, me, let me correct you because you're not saying it right. Gino did K-1. We never applied for K-1. I just K-1. mean applying for, I just mean applying, yeah, going through an immigration it's process. Different. Okay, it is very different. But the minute he opened up that form, he probably had some questions as oh, we, for sure. we had questions for our, for our own forms. Yeah. And then we called up a local attorney and said, please help. Gino probably should have said, yeah. please help. And I'm glad because our attor- attorney, he was amazing. He filed over 400 papers of evidence and documents and forms it was it was massive yeah yeah it was a good it was a good education for us so that we could do it our on our own the second time around because for us we applied for the green card then you have to apply for the second green card i would just say if you can and it is expensive if anyone's going through this or about to or will go with a lawyer the first time yeah it'll make your life a lot easier and also the second applying for a second green card, aka removing the removing the condition on the first green card, you kind of can go back to the first time exactly. you did it around. And the forms you only have about five five pages, and it's very it's not as deep. You still need to add evidence to it, but you can do the second round yourself. Yeah, you may basically just copy over the answers from the first time. To the second. Yeah, but the, again, the second round of forms is about five to eight pages. The first yeah. round of forms, pages on pages of forms and documents, and it was wild. Okay, but before Jasmine even thinks of coming to the States, she needs some new hair. 
I liked the little misdirect because I thought, oh, is Gino getting a piece? Is he looking for That's a, what I a, thought. A hair I'm like, is he getting a toupee? I was like, no, Gino. I, or then I, I honestly thought, is he going to attach the hair to the hat? <laughs> like, you know, they, they sell those hats yeah. at like Spencer, Hot Topic, or whatever those types of. I don't know any of those stores. Oh, they'll sell like a built in mullet. What's Hot Topic? Hot Topic? Yeah. Mm, it's like. Uh, Business in the front, party in the back. I mean, that's what a mullet is. But a hot, a hot topic is a clothing store in the mall. Oh, um, usually next to the maybe food I've court. Maybe I've seen. Maybe I don't think I've ever been in one, but maybe I've seen it. You looked like you dressed from Hot Topic in high school. A lot of black leather. You know, I'm from stuff. Czech, right? Oh, I know. Whatever, whatever they would say in Czech. I've, I loved Rammstein for a little bit, and mm. then I was like really into punk. You would find a Rammstein shirt at Hot Topic. All right. Yeah. Sign me up. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> I thought like, okay, is he gonna s- sew in some hair into his hat, or what's the move <laughs> here? But no pun intended. But he was looking for extensions for Jasmine. Okay, I have a lot of questions. First of all. Hair extensions, those clip-ons were popular when I was in high school. I never had it because a lot of my friends bought it. And those weren't real hair. You think those were clip-ons? No, no, no. Um, I remember it was so obvious that you had, they had the clip-ons. And a lot of my friends started losing hair from the clip-ons. So Uh I've never done it. But I feel like if you want hair extensions, like you should get it professionally done. Like what if, what is Jasmine going to do with it? Unless she knows someone, she's just trying to get the hair. Maybe she's just getting the hair. I mean, $320 oh, per that, box. That's almost was cheap. I think I told you real quick, I had a roommate bef- when I was dating John and I did not like her. Um, and I don't know what she was doing for a living. I have my wild guesses. But anyways, uh, she once, one day she cried that she has no money to pay rent and she doesn't know what to do. I was like, well, well, you need to figure it out. Like, talk to the landlord. I'm not, you know, going to pay for you. And the next day she showed up with a brand new hair extension. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, and I literally said, I was like, I thought you don't have money to pay rent. And she's like, no, no, no. This is a, it was about four to $5,000, but Jeez. I'm, I'm going to pay it off by working at the salon for free on the weekends. All right, then. This so is it a, is expensive. This is a deal, Gina. You better but, get in on this. But it was minus the work. I think you still need to pay for the work. That makes sense. Listen, right. So 1500 going, for the hair and then. Going to a hairstylist just to get highlights and a, and a haircut that's very simple is like 300 plus dollars. No, so, 100%. So getting a, a hair extension applied to the point so it looks real. You got to pay. sure that's pricey. You got to pay for parts and labor. Yeah. 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 So, okay. So that's what Gino's been up to. Then we cut to Panama. And mom, turn the podcast off now. Uh, Gino, he got a hat upgrade, as he says. Jasmine wants a vagina upgrade. Yeah, the hat upgrade, someone needs to measure his hat <laughs> yeah. to help him with the hat. <laughs> Those, the hats he was wearing look like... The hats you put on in the store, you're feeling good. The music is right. You throw the hat on, you look in the mirror, and you take the hat off. And you go, I guess not. It's two sizes too big. I guess not today. Hat. It's like the type of a hat do you want to put on when you sleep in the park. When you put it over your... <laughs> you know how, in the park? how old men sit on the bench, observe the pigeons, and they don't take a nap? So they put a hat over their eyes? That must be a check thing. Is it? 
It's not an American thing. You don't put your head over your eyes when you take a nap in the park? How am I going to see the pigeons if I have a hat over <laughs> no, my eyes? No, after you observe the pigeons. Why would I take a nap in the park? Because it's nice and it's fresh air. Okay. Um. No. But Maybe it's a Czech thing. Maybe it's a Czech thing. So Jasmine at the doctor asking to be a virgin again. At a plastic surgeon office because first I was like, she has her gyno, but she wasn't. No, I don't think gynecologists can do that. No, I guess not. But poor plastic surgeon. Um, she wants to tighten her pupunana. Which is one thing, sure. Get it tighter, girlfriend. But then she's telling the doctor why. Yes. And I'm just going to say TMI, Jasmine, TMI. Not for this podcast, though. We'll talk about it. So <laughs> apparently Gino never ejaculates. With Jasmine. He has to go to the bathroom to masturbate to finish himself off. Which I don't get it, but Gino talks about it later and he just says they fight so much that he's always upset and could, cannot get in the mood. Well, here's the thing. The mental side of sex is a very real thing and girls may not believe this. Girls may think all men are animals and they can just bang whenever they want. Yeah. But the mental is a very real thing. And so... Luckily, we have a loving relationship. We don't fight, so that's not an issue. But I can imagine, I've lived a life. I can imagine if you're fighting with a woman, you're not going to want to bang her. So Gino probably goes to the bathroom and watches video of people hugging and saying nice <laughs> things to each other. Yes. And he masturbates. Uh, yes, precisely. <laughs> no, it's just, I. well, no, you got to get the poison out somehow. But you don't want to you don't want to make love to a woman you're in a heated argument with. So some people love angry sex, angry love, sex. Yeah, makeup sex, right? But I I can understand where Gino is coming from if he says, "Well, we fight so much. I I'm not feeling love or lust towards a woman that I'm in an, an argument with." That checks out to me. I also. Have to go back a couple seasons to when Gino was packing a, a cargo container's worth of blue pills to take with him to Panama. So he's always had issues. I don't think this is a Jasmine-specific thing. He's always had problems in the bedroom. Yeah, I think so. I think he brought the pills because Jasmine has a high libido, libido. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. And so he wanted to keep up with her. But... Their constant fighting is wild. And you can see it even when Gino's picking their hair for her. And he's like, oh, 350 Ah, oh, it's expensive. <laughs> and the ladies in the salon's like, well, she'll need at least five bucks. He's like, ah, oh, let me just give her one box so she can, she can try it out, which is ridiculous. <laughs> but he's texting her that. And her text back is like, what the fuck? No, give me all. I want it all. Pay, pay for all of it. And it's like... That's, that's very wild. And I think that's, that sometimes some people might be like, oh, why is Jasmine with Gino? Because you look at her, she's a, she's a hot chick, right? With big boobs. and a, But I don't think anyone else can stand her. Sure. I think she needed someone like Gino who is like so happy that he has a chick like Jasmine that he kind of deals with her crazy. Yes. And maybe he is slightly attracted to it, as he says, oh, yeah, she's like a spicy Latin lover. And so maybe that's fulfilling some fantasy 
for him. But I think when push comes to shove, and, and literally sometimes the push comes to the shoving, he doesn't want to bang her because they're in arguments and she's throwing electric toothbrushes across the room. Listen, it's not a fantasy if you have to masturbate in the bathroom because you just cannot do it with your hot fiance. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, it was somewhat entertaining when the doctor was running through his Rolodex of, of sexual activities to be like, are you sure? Like, I don't know that we need to rejuvenate the pupunana um, <laughs> to, to get Gino off. Have you... Have you really exhausted all of the things you can do in the bedroom? Have you gone through the Kama Sutra? Have you tried it here and there and up and down? And she's like, I've put a finger in his ass. Okay, doctor. Is that, is what, that you- what she said? Yeah. She's like, is that what you want to know? I've shoved the finger up his butt and he's, he still hasn't climaxed. So <laughs> chop, chop or snip, snip or tight, whatever you have to do. Let's the doctor's like, his eyes are like kind of coming out of his head. Yeah. <laughs> he goes like, this is a conversation you usually have with your girlfriends like at the bar. Yeah, can, can we get some bottles from Moses over here if we're going to continue this conversation? But my main question, which I already knew the Who answer. Who pays for it? Who pays for it? Gino, because he got a new job as an automotive engineer. Well, it's just good. I don't. Was he, he wasn't retired, right? He was a. Uh, I think he, he was wasn't out working. Of, I think he was out of work. Yeah, but I think he said he had some money saved up, so I think he was doing fine for himself. Exactly. But then you have Jasmine, so he's like, "Well, I got a new full time job." He was sustaining on frozen TV dinners. Yes. I think he upgraded his apartment. I don't know if he got a no, new. No, it's the apart- same one. It looked a little. It's better. exactly the same. I think he maybe upgraded the looks. I think he got some new furnishings. Yeah, but it's yeah. the same. Actually, I remember it. it's the same apartment. Mm-hmm. I think it's a condo that he bought. It's his. Oh yeah. And as Jasmine said, it's, it was ugly before because his ex decorated it. That's right. <laughs> so I believe that Jasmine probably went on Home Goods website and did a little shopping. All right. But so Gino's like, yeah, I have a new full time job. Because, uh, you know, I got to support Jasmine, but she doesn't like it because I can't talk to her all the time. This is a classic 90-day conundrum. Classic. How can you keep affording this lifestyle for me, but you don't have time to talk to me? Huh? Ooh, but they're FaceTiming and Gino's like, look look at me. I'm a, <laughs> is that a, a new, new hat? hat? Jasmine's like, eh. he's like, do you like it? She's like, eh. <laughs> yeah. I also got new shorts. Ooh, all right, show me the shorts. Oh, show me your nipples. Show me your nipples, Gino. Oh, Gino. Uh, find a find a woman who wants to see your nipples. That's what I would say. I love seeing your nips. You sure do. <laughs> but Gino's like, well, telling her about the visa status, and she gets pissed. And she's like, I don't even know. Like, I've been waiting and waiting. And it's like, it's it's a thing, Jasmine. Give it a little... Googling and you'll know that it's a thing. But instead she's pissed. She's like, I've been moving from one temporary apartment to another. Gina's been promising that's just another 30 days. To be fair, if Gino was the one in charge of the application, you too would question him. Although maybe not. He's a smart guy. If he's an engineer, he's a smart guy. I Yeah, it really takes a while. Like, I'm not joking, guys. Like, we are going through no, it. No, no, no. I'm not saying he did anything wrong. Oh. I, I do believe it is this this delayed timeline yeah. that we're all dealing with. But if you're Jasmine and you hear the news that, hey, it's taking longer than it should be, I can understand why she would go, Gino must have fucked it up. 
Yes. And she's like, okay, you know what? Because um, it's probably going to be my last month here. I want to live in this luxurious apartment for 3000 a month and you're going to pay for it. Mm-hmm. She's like, I want to live like a queen. And Gina's like, well, can we just get like a one bedroom? She's like, no, my sister's going to live with me. And I, you and I, we need some, <laughs> we need some uh, sexy time. We, you know how hard it is for you to come. <laughs> it gets very loud while we're having sex and my sister's going to be there. We need two bedrooms. Because <laughs> I was going to say... Well, you should stay with your mom. Like Jasmine's mom lives in a lovely neighborhood, a very nice house, but I'm sure those rooms aren't soundproof. So let me say this: three thousand for an apartment in Panama. I don't want to talk shit about Panama because I know nothing, but that's New York City prices. Uh, no, it's not for a two, for a two bedroom in a luxury community in New York. That'd be six thousand. All right, all right. That's a three thousand is a decent one bedroom in New York City. Yes, that's still... They're getting a two-bedroom in a luxury uh, building. So, for example, okay, you can do this in Atlanta. Just going to throw it out there. A two-bedroom for 3,000? Probably, yes. Our friends have a two-bedroom for 2,000, and they live in a nice community. So think of luxurious. Okay, you're right. You're right. All right. Yes, no, she's she's spoiled, Teresa. Have you met Jasmine? She's spoiled. She definitely is, and that's why she has Gino. Yes. So she's got someone else in her life that we meet this next day. Dane. Dane. Okay. The great Dane. Mm-hmm. The dog. I know. My grandpa had them. I understand. Moving on. So she's meeting her friend Dane and saying, guess what? I'm moving to your luxurious building. Apparently, Gino agreed to pay for it, of course. Of course. And... Jasmine's like, yeah, Dane, we met five years ago. He's handsome. He's rich. But there was no passion. We dated before I met Gino. Right. Don't bury the lead. They're, they're more than friends and, and they're going to be more than neighbors or they were more than neighbors. They're exes. They dated. But it was quick and I can see how. I can, I'm watching Dane thinking he's probably has his shit together. He does not like crazy. He does not like no. fighting, right? Watching Jasmine, I'm like, I think that was a very quick relationship. Perhaps. But my question, why do you move into an apartment where your ex lives unless you're looking for drama? Because they're friends, she mm, said. I don't care. I don't care. Imagine I'm friends with my ex. Absolutely fucking not. I, I can't even be friends with my ex, <laughs> let alone live in an apartment, right? Teresa's just shaking her head. No, no, I'm not. But I'm saying it's one thing to be friends with your ex. If you were friends with your ex who dated in high school, I would be fine with it, I guess. To live in the apartment with them? No. Exactly. If there's 20 other apartment buildings that I could probably move into, but I'd choose the one with my ex. Let me go back. Not friends, but if you're like friendly that you would meet her and say hi. Like, sure. But like to be friends with your adult ex... When you that you had before me, yeah, I would not like it. There's only one reason Jasmine wants to move into this apartment. She's trying to get back at Gino for sending those topless oh, photos. Oh yeah, and she tells Dane, and apparently because of those photos, she lost her job as a teacher, and now she has to rely on Gino. See, I don't know if I believe that totally. I'm just trying to figure it out. All right, Gino sent it to his ex. 
So what did his ex do? She sent it to, to the school board. The school board? Really? <laughs> no. no, I think she, I do think she probably lost her job. I think more likely because she was on 90 day. That's what I think. Speaking the way she speaks. That's honestly, like if we had kids and I saw their teacher being on 90, talking about rejuvenating her vagina and her, her fiance masturbating in the bathroom. If, I don't think uh, I would shoving, like that. Shoving thumbs up yeah. uh, their ass. Yes. Yeah. No. That that may be a bridge too far. If I just found out, oh, our child's teacher sent a topless photo to her husband, I'd be like, all right, no harm, no foul. Send, send it to me Well, here's my I'm issue. Gonna... I would be like, yeah, sure, people do it. Why is it circling? Right. Why? Like right. something went wrong and that's that's but, not okay. But even take the sexual stuff out of the equation. You see Jasmine's behavior. Oh, yeah. Her, and I don't use this word lightly. She's a bit unstable. Her unstable behavior. And you go, oh, I don't know if I want my kid in a classroom. If she no. can just flip like that on a hair, what's she going to throw a, throw a an eraser across the room? Like, you, yeah. That may cause you some issues, Jasmine. I don't know if it was the topless photo. Did you notice, though, she started calling it topless and not nude? All last season, the nude photo, nude photo. And I was oh, like, well, yeah. it's a topless photo. We, uh, we do have to yeah. make a distinction here. I had a teacher in uh, middle school. Yes. He was this, like, cool dude. We all knew he smoked weed because he sometimes showed up to class with a shirt that with a big leaf on it. Mm-hmm. And it's not legal in the Czech Republic still. And he was teaching biology and he just, when you talk back to him, which some of the guys did, he did not like it. And it ended up with him throwing his heavy keys on one of our, my classmates and he was gone immediately. Hmm. And you just threw keys at him. Heavy keys though. Heavy keys. <laughs> <laughs> I like how I you just clarified. Well, this wasn't a male, five. this was not a male key. Just so you know, this was a janitor's ring worth of keys. It was. And um, yeah, he was out after. I would hope so. Yes, but I'm saying like, that's almost like the equivalent of the nudes. Almost. (laughs) All right. Should we talk about uh, a couple fresh faces here? All right. Are you talking about Riley and Violet? Riley and Violet. So Riley, 48, Stroudberg. Pennsylvania, and Violet, 43, Vietnam. Yes, so Riley, a bit of a jazz head, bit of a gramophile. He collects records and apparently also nips. Apparently he also collects airplane bottles of alcohol. Oh, I did didn't you see, see them that. all? <laughs> it's I like did splurge not. For the, splurge for the 750 at least, man. I mean, you got to try it out. Yeah. Um, he had over 20,000 records but had a house fire. And ended up losing a lot of his collection. Do you call a record player a gramophone? No. Gramophile. But it is the... Gramophone. The, the root is gramophone. Yeah. That's right. what he called it in Czech. Yeah. Gramophone. So gramophone is the player. It's the one with like the big yeah, tube. Yeah. Big bell. Yeah. Uh, the big yeah, speaker. Yeah. Yeah. We had... In our home growing up, not a gramophone, we a Victrola. A we had a Victrola. I don't know what it is. Mm. Yeah. Are you gonna Are you gonna Google it? I'm I'm looking at Victrola because I feel like I just made that up. A Victrola. Ah, oh, that is not what we had, but I'm pretty sure we had a Victrola. 
<laughs> yeah, that's basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The big ours was stand up though. What is like, the what is the the cassette tower? Huh? What? No, like the didn't you have the tower for like cassettes and CDs? It came with two speakers. Oh, I don't that's know. That's like mid mid two thousands. Yeah, they, well, we're, this is more like the twenties. Okay. All right, so Riley. Big into records, big into music, grew up in Queens. Music was a big part of his life. He's also got a swell dog, Mila, so shout yeah, out. Yeah, very swell. Shout out to that dog. We learn he works for the U.S. government in public safety. He was in the military for eight years. Before that, in the military, thank you for your service. Uh, he had a rough romantic past, though. All right? Very. This is where things get sad. We, we saw a great record collection. We saw a swell dog, and we think, Riley's doing it big. He has a nice house. He has a nice house. We're thinking, Riley... You, you go, sir. He has a motorcycle. He's got a motorcycle. And we think, what? You know, this guy's living his best life. Living his best life. Well, not always. Had quite the rough romantic past. So Riley has a hard time trusting people. And it comes from his job, but also from his romantic past. So let's start with a girl, ex who cheated on him with a guy that he introduced her to. And the way he found out is like he got the young bell, got to her apartment and he felt like something was off. So he went straight to the bedroom and this guy who he knew was hiding in the closet. Wasn't R. Kelly. Classic. Hmm? What? what? Hmm? Never mind. Keep going. Is it a song? Trapped in the closet, R. Kelly. Probably can't. Isn't he in prison? Yeah, probably not allowed to talk about him. Yeah. And we don't support R. Kelly. No, we do not. Just easy joke. And so that was a whole dif- whole different level of hurt. And then oh he boy. met another lady and he fell in love and he was ready to propose. And she basically told him she's going to Philadelphia and she never came back. I feel like, is that the equivalent <laughs> of like when you tell your kids like, oh, the dog's going to the farm. It's like, oh yeah, my fiance is going to Philadelphia. I mean, she's never coming back. Well, I think she straight up ghosted him, like big city style, like yeah. New York style. Uh-huh. And so that was another heartbreak. So then he's like, I cannot sleep at night. I don't know what to do. So let me go on this Vietnamese dating site because, hey, see, when there is a night here, there is a day there. So I have someone to talk to. And that's how he met Violet. Looks like someone took the slow train from Philly. All right. Sorry, I had to get that in there for our fans. <laughs> so Violet is 43. She lives in Vietnam. Yeah, Ho Chi Minh City, Vietnam. Yes, and so they're FaceTiming and he's super excited to see her and because he's going to go there. And Violet is like, you love me. And Riley's like, you know, I don't want to say it because when I do, people leave. Apparently... Riley describes Violet as the sweetest jerk he's ever met in his entire life. Yes. And apparently Vietnamese women love playing opposite day all the time. Yeah. Well, because day is night and night is day, Teresa. I guess. So the way they express their love is they give each other the finger. This is not healthy. And listen, I know I call John a slut sometimes for fun. Yeah, but I call you a slut too. You're such a slut. But we say it with love and we say (laughs) it once and we move on. Well, we say it all the time. All the time. But it's like... 
giving each other the finger. No. Very well, because slut's not a bad thing. You're putting a bad connotation on the oh, word you slut. slut. Oh, you, you cereal <laughs> slut. You ate all my granola this morning, you granola slut. So we like joke. Like we use slut as like, oh, you're such a slut. You drank my sparkling water. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what it means. But I don't it, know But it's either. a term of endearment. Yes. To us, there's no bad connotation to the word no. slut. There, there is nothing but bad connotation to the middle finger. But I think they approach it the way we approach slot. I don't know. If you ever gave know. me the finger, I would be so pissed at you. I know. So pissed at you. It's very aggressive. I don't see how that's a term of endearment. I think the last time I gave someone the finger was like in high school. Yeah. And I'm, all I can... I really don't do it. All I can... Picture is Kirsten on maps giving the apartment the finger when oh, she yeah. left. <laughs> yeah, I don't do it. My dad does it to other drivers. That's, which that's for sure. I don't. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I just don't. I don't like this. Uh, and maybe people would say like, "Oh, well, you guys call each other sluts." I don't think that's great either. But I think it's different. It is. I think it's a little different. Uh, yeah, it's because it's very aggressive. Basically, uh, you know why? Because. Calling each other a slut is like, it's it's kind of funny. But giving each other the finger, you basically say, fuck you. You know what? Here's why. Sorry to cut you off. We created that together. Oh. Calling each other, oh, you slut. Oh, no, you slut. Oh, you hoe, right? <laughs> like, we, we developed that language together. Yeah. Violet is defining this the rules of engagement. Here. Oh, Violet's saying, no, in Vietnam, uh, this is what I do and you're going to accept it. Yeah. That's not Riley's love language. This no. is not what Riley wants to do, but he's being forced to play along. Well, he's giving her the finger. She's giving him the finger. Right. But do you think he wants to? I don't know. No. I think it's better than him saying, I love you because of all the heartbreak. So sure. I think he's fine with this for now. Okay. I don't think if he brings her to the U.S. and they go out to his friend's barbecue and they're going to start giving each other the finger that he Riley is going to be like, ah. Oh. <laughs> It'll slip, though, the way the way it slipped in front of my mom when you called me a slut. I was like, I was like you're such a slut. And your mom was like, what? And I'm like, oh, we've been um, together uh, during COVID <laughs> for too long. We developed our own language i'm like it's it's, it's just love sally yeah. just love um all right so then there's a, there's the new day when riley's with his friends sean and tiffany they're setting up for a juneteenth celebration yes his friends they they cannot believe that riley's going to vietnam i don't think they support this and tiffany with the good questions do you send her money apparently only a hundred dollars for her daughter's sweet 16 okay i don't buy it Mm, I mean, a hundred dollars is a is a big birthday gift. Yes, no, no, I don't buy that. That's the only money he sent. Oh, um, no, I don't buy it either. No, if you're, that's what I'm saying. If you're sending a hundo, if you're sending a crisp one hundred for a sweet sixteen, yeah, that's that's no, that's not the first money you've sent to this family. Nope. But apparently, he has a good relationship with. Uh, Violet's two dollars, sixteen and twenty. So that's good. So he's says, I'm ready to be a stepdad if if everything goes right. Well, he's gonna bring a ring, a promise ring, oh because again, he says he feels like she's hiding something. So he's not one hundred percent in. He hopes for the best, but he needs to get to the bottom of well, it. Well, he has reason to feel like Violet is hiding things because. She made Riley get off the dating apps. 
Ooh. As you do when you meet, as we did. On- Are you over the dating gaps? I couldn't even tell you because I've never gone back on. Good. Once I met you, I just never went back on. I know. I deleted mine. So. No, I did too. Um, but you have that conversation. You say, all right, it's time. It's time to be exclusive. Let's get off the dating apps. Violet told Riley to get off the dating apps, but then they got in an argument over something and Riley went back on him. Who was there? Hello, Violet. Yes. So here's my feeling on this whole relationship. Here's what I'm going to say. I know it about Tinder. If you... Because some people are like, oh, I'm getting off Tinder. And I've been there and I deleted Tinder before. But if you only delete the app, you're still on it. Sure. So you need to delete your profile to get off. I think I did. I think I, I'm pretty sure I did too. But maybe Violet just deleted the app, but she's still on it. Like mm-hmm. she didn't delete her profile. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Here's my feeling. And it's too early to tell, but let's do it anyway. I think Riley is just one of many. I think Violet is playing the odds here. I don't know that I don't know that Riley mm. is the one for Violet. I think Riley is one of many for Violet. I mean, they seem to be a decent match. Mola's the same age. She's I think she's divorced. He's looking for love. She's looking for love. It's not like, oh, she's twenty years old trying to get to the US. All right. All right. That's what I'm saying. All right. Let's see. Shall we go to the next? Chilling in the park. Oh, yeah. Chilling in the park. Oh, yeah. Families walking by in families, too. Dogs and baskets in a camera crew. I'm glad you wrote it down. It's Tyre, 33, from Modesto, California, just rocking his ukulele in the park. The irony and I say this with love, the irony of Tyre choosing to play the smallest guitar ever invented is not lost on me. All right. I like the ukulele. Can you play it? No. Very different from guitar. I love the um, Over the Rainbow song. That's played sure. on ukulele, right? Sure, mm-hmm. sure, sure. So, yes, Tyre, California, he's, he says he got big when he was eight or nine because he moved and didn't have a lot of friends, so he turned to food. He said chocolate was his friend yes and it gets a little sad so he's like yeah i am friendly i'm outgoing but i don't have the confidence so i'm a 33 year old virgin okay all right and then he keeps going this also is not heartbreaking but it's a a little bit because he's like i live with my mom in a one-bedroom apartment because she had a brain tumor and then a stroke so he's like, I quit my job and I'm her full-time caregiver, which I believe he gets paid for this by the government. You right? can. Yes, yeah. you can. Um, he must. I mean, someone needs to pay for this. Sure, sure. So, I mean, yes, this first episode was heavy with heavy with emotion because yeah. his story doesn't stop there. We learned Tyre's dad was killed when he was four. His dad got into an argument with a friend at a park and his dad ended up getting murdered. Yes. And so then after... They were homeless a few times, mm-hmm. which is super sad. And he has siblings, but they don't help with taking care of mom as much as he does. So right. it's all on him. Right. Even though he was saying, oh, we were homeless, but my mom always did what she could. So now that my mom's had her challenges, I feel like it's up to me to step in and yeah. kind of role reversal. Let me take care of her. So 
Seems like he's he's had a lot to deal with, but things are turning around for Tyree ever since he met Carmela, his girlfriend. His girlfriend who lives in Barbados. Cardi B mixed with Megan Stallion. It's more like Rihanna. She's from Barbados. She's from Barbados. Yeah, so they talk every day. They've been talking for four years. And he was... <sighs> I was thinking, like, is he sending her money? But I don't think he is. I don't think he can. I hope not. But mm. she doesn't, apparently Carmela doesn't work right now. She wants to go back to school and she does hair on the side, mm -hmm. which he probably does send her money. Uh, they only communicate on Snapchat. Yeah. Uh, they never video chat because he asked her once, but he felt like she didn't want to. Yeah. So... Anyone who's ever watched Catfish is starting to now check their TV guide and go, wait, what show am I watching here? Because that's that's the number one rule of Catfish. If you ask to video chat yeah. and they say no or my camera's broken <laughs> or I'm tired, it's probably a catfish. Yeah. So he wants to go see her soon in Barbados, but he's waiting for f cheap plane tickets that he can afford, which is sad thinking that you're gonna spend all your money to go see someone who doesn't even video chat yeah. with her you and but he's like well i'm hoping that once i do this we'll get engaged all right so all that to say new day you get the music going you get a little suspense we see an art card come up on screen and it says during production, the producers uncovered some information about Ty Ray's girlfriend, Camella, that he was unaware of. It's Carmela. Carmela. What was yes. I saying? Camella. Hmm. Silent R. Um, so production grabs Ty Ray and says, can we go outside and talk? And he's like, okay. And the producer goes, so we learned something about Carmela that we need to let you know. And after we talk, you can decide if you... Don't want to keep filming, that's fine. If you don't want us to air anything we film, that's fine. But we got to let you know. Yes. So they've learned that Carmela has not been honest with him. No uh -oh. shit. She is not the same person he sees in the pictures and videos. That's a different lady. And the person he's actually been chatting with for four years Dun, dun, dun. It's a man. Ooh. And I was like, man, this is literally it's a man, man, baby. That's this is what it's gonna end. This was a very quick storyline. And I said, Teresa, you're nuts. I said, why would they ever air it's episode one? If this was episode three, maybe. Well, it's because Tyre did not decide to stop filming. No. We saw him in the previews. He's gonna go and meet this man. And we see this time and time again on Catfish. Mm -hmm. where Max and Neve, they get down to it. They find out, oh, the person you've been talking to is the opposite sex you thought. And the person goes, well, I still need to meet them. I've spent so long talking to them. Or you know what? I'm so lonely that I'll take any friend I can get, any sort of connection I can have. I, I still love the person I was talking to. I don't care what they look like. And they end up and they go meet them anyways. That seems like that's what's going to happen here. Let me say this. I hope... TLC paid for the plane tickets. I hope oh, yeah. he didn't spend his hard-earned money to go to meet this man. Let's I see. hope it's a pay, all-inclusive paid vacation for him to find out what's going on. And because he, he doesn't, 
I feel bad for him. Maybe he's bisexual. He never said he wasn't bisexual. True. So. Or maybe, I mean, they've been talking for four years. If anything, he can meet his good friend. That's what I'm saying. Why is weird is because they were kind of trying to have like this uh, little sexy time right. over. It's like, oh, sure. okay. Let's see. Uh, I'm leaning in. All right. We have one more to go. And it's David. 42, Omaha, Nebraska. Shout out to Warren Buffett. And Shayla, 31, Cebu, Philippines. I had 35, but I may have not changed the age from a previous I'm couple. pretty sure it's 31, but I also, I think it's 31 because she has a 12-year-old kid. And I was like, damn, she had him early on. Okay. Okay. All right. So we meet David, 42, Omaha. He was born fully deaf. He yes. now works at a grocery store. He stocks shelves and at a casino cleaning. So let me do the math. Boop, 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 boop. He's got more jobs than everyone on this season of 90 Day Combined. Yes. And he loves cleaning at the casino because he loves people watching. And I love people watching too, but I feel like it's a whole different experience for him. Oh, completely. Yeah. For sure. We see him strolling around. Omaha. I didn't realize how cute this city was. I love little I downtown Omaha. I'm vibing I it. I know. I'm vibing it. So we learn he was originally, he's from Tennessee. He was born to, he says, an all hearing family, which, which was difficult for him because he had trouble communicating with his parents, which broke my heart to hear that. So they sent him to a school for the deaf where he learned to sign. And we see some throwback photos and David looked like a cool kid. What are you trying to say now? He's not cool? No, but I, I was like, he he looks like a nice dude, but you throw it back and he's like a, and like a basketball jersey, like living his best life. Sorry, so everyone gets older, okay? It's harder to be cool in your 40s. It's easier when you're in no, your 20s. But I, I think some people are like, oh, her parents sent him to boarding school because they couldn't communicate. I think that was the best thing for him. Of course. I yeah. mean, no, that was the best thing for him. And he says, oh, I feel like I had a family there. When I graduated, that's when it became tough because yeah. most people can't sign and I can't read lips. So it's hard for me to connect with. But yes, he was living his best life, Teresa. Yeah. So six years ago, he met and fell in love with a woman who was deaf. Mm-hmm. She cheated on him. Oh, that's sad. So they broke up. Okay, how, so much sad. This entire I know, season right? premiere is sadness, the segment. But he he kept going, and he ended up finding a new love, Sheila? Yes, they met on, a face, on Facebook in a group for deaf singles. Yes, Sheila was born hearing. Yes. But when she was six, she started having problems hearing. So now she uses hearing aids. Yes. I don't know how well she can hear, but we she can talk. Yes. And she's learning ASL. Yes. American Sign Language. Her English is okay. So they've mainly been communicating through text. Yes. And as you said, she also has a son who is 12 years old. Yes. So they never met in person, but David is heading to the Philippines. So cut to David at a bar. He's at his local watering hole. And I love this. Because he's friends with the bartender. Because he has a local bar to go to and there is a friend that he can turn to, they can communicate. Like, I love this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, him and the bartender, Mark, they've worked out this way to communicate. They use their phones. So to, good. It's amazing. 
And David's telling him, oh, I'm going to the Philippines to meet Sheila. And you hear, because they're communicating via the phone, you hear this like uh, smiling face, licking lips, smiling <laughs> face, licking lips. Like, I wonder what app they use. It seemed like, and I don't know, there may be a different one. It seemed like Mark was using Google Translate, but English to English, yeah. like type English, speak English. Yeah. Um, so Mark's like, well, do you have like any doubts going there and meeting her? And David says, well, he says, my friends and family are worried and, and they don't want me to send money, but it's hard because she's my girlfriend. Yeah. And first I was like, oh, here we go again. But <laughs> apparently, and I'm not laughing. I'm just like, oh. She first lost her job during COVID. So the first year they were talking, she didn't ask for any money. But she started last year, lost money during COVID, then lost her house in a fire. And then a typhoon came and destroyed her house again. Let me guess. Her rare motorcycle got stolen too? Well, we see it on the previews and I absolutely understand this. Okay. Uh, but he said, said he said he sent her about three thousand dollars throughout the whole relationship, which That's kind of a lot of money. It is a lot of money, but we see the conditions she lives in. Yes, I uh, yes, and I don't want to shame anyone here or anything, but we've also seen Rose from the Philippines and the conditions she lived in, and there was no fire or typhoon involved there. No, but I think Ed was sending her money too. And then after 90, she, she's now a fancy YouTuber. and uh, uh, Completely. No, completely. I'm just saying, yes, we saw the conditions that Sheila lives in. I don't know that that's the aftermath of a fire or a typhoon. Maybe, that's, maybe those are just the conditions. She, I, I, could, I probably am wrong, but I'm just saying. Yeah, I don't know. No matter what, I, I do feel bad because uh, 3000 is a lot, especially for someone... Like David, he works hard. He has two jobs, right? Yes. So, uh, yeah, it's not like, oh, David is a JP Morgan personal banker making 300000 a year. Right. So. You got that right. All right. So, well, Mark says, who knows? David's living in a fairy tale world, but maybe a fairy tale, maybe that does come true. I hope so. I hope David will find love. Yes, he deserves it. He deserves it. We all deserve it. Yeah, we you all, have it. What are we, you talking about? We all about? deserve it. I deserve it, Therese. I deserve this. Well, you have it. I deserve whatever I deserve what I have. And and David was cheated on. He thought he found the love of his life and he was cheated on. And he did not deserve that. And he deserves to find love. Yeah, everyone does. Yes. All right. That is it. That is the season premiere of 90 Day Fiancé before the 90 Days Season 6, Episode 1. I feel like we've been talking for like three hours. Hour and a half, Teresa. Ooh. This is a longer one. Ooh. This is a season premiere. We let Good you go. Good you guys. We went long. We turned the timer off. We went long. We love chatting. We love chatting. <laughs> I also feel like we haven't chatted in a while. I know. What are you talking about? We chat all the time. Well, I just mean on, on the pod. Yeah, because you don't want to chat about podcast stuff. Without the podcast. I say save it for the pod. Yeah. I want you guys, our friends listening, to to hear it first when I hear it. Yes. But besides that, we do chat all the time. Yes. All right. Thank you guys for listening. If you guys are new to the pod, if you found us because of this new season, well, welcome. Welcome. Thanks for being here. All right. Um, 
Make sure you guys are following us on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. We have fun over there. We share some memes and some news. You guys can message us. It's a good time at Married to Reality Pod yes. on Instagram. Also, having a great time on Patreon. Join us there, patreon.com slash Married to Reality. Yes. Love and Paradise on the Cousins Club and Family Affair level. Yes. Family Affair gets a video of that podcast and a monthly bonus. We just did Murp People. That's a real show. <laughs> and it's a great show. Teresa's new favorite show. Real people, murder people. Patreon.com slash Married to Reality. Also, make sure you guys are following the podcast wherever you're listening right now. It doesn't matter. Apple, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify. What matters is you follow the podcast. So as soon as we drop a pod on the free feed, you get it right to your device. It's so easy to follow the podcast. Just look down and smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's is hot. Yes, this new freaking season because so far, so, so hot. hot. So hot. And thank you again for all the reviews. A special thank you to GCH0610. Yes. I ho- hope you turn your lights off. Um, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Lovely review. Thank you. Great review. Beautiful. And if you haven't left a review, be like GCH and leave a review, will you? Guys. How many times do I have to ask? We love love. We love love. <laughs> we love Darcy. We love that scene, Stacey. We just saw her. Oh, my gosh. Oh. If you guys started watching the episode early like we did, because we didn't want to miss a minute of it, so we flipped on the old TLC at like 7.45, and we got to see the, the tell-all from... Like five years ago years. when she when Darcy was on with Tom. When Darcy was on with Tom, uh, Rebecca and It was before the 90 day. Rebecca and Zied. Um, it was Avery and... Avery and Omar. Yeah. There's a nut, Michael and Angela, Tim and Jennifer. I was like, man, was this a good season? I think that was the first before 90 Day. Maybe. Oh, no. Maybe the first one was with Darcy and Jesse. She's only been on before. Really? (laughs) The guys never made it to the US. (laughs) I mean, they eventually did. But but Darcy, I hate to say it, but you look at Darcy, the first time she was on the show, like, all right. All right, looking good. Maybe she got some surgeries. And now you look back, you're like, oh my gosh, this is basically like real Darcy. But that's my fear. She looks so different. That's my fear is you're you're looking at her in 2018. In 2023, you're looking at her in 2018 going, man, she looked good then. But in 2018, we thought like, oh, she's gone too far. So now my fear is in 2028. We're going to be looking at her in 2023 and going, she looked good in 2023. She's going to keep going. She's going to fall apart. She's going to fall apart. Like her boobs are going to fall off. Still love her. That's what's on the inside (laughs) that counts. Oh, listen, I will always, forever love Darcy. That's our Darcy. That's our Darcy. That's our Darcy. All right, snatched. Snatched. Connecticut Connecticut love. Connecticut love. CT love. Shout out to the 203. All right. We said it all, I think. It's 203, like uh, the... It's the area code. Oh, for the whole Connecticut? 203-860. Where my CT people at? The whole Connecticut has two area codes. 203 is Southern Connecticut, 860, Hartford area. That's it? New Haven and Hartford. I think there might be a new one, but who cares? Those are the new new folks moving in. All right. It's all about the 203 is the OG and 860. All right. (laughs) Said enough. Um... I is it like Beverly Hills 90210? Really trying to wrap this thing up. Okay. No, that's a zip code, Teresa, <laughs> not an area code. I've said it all. I've said it all, too. That means we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.